advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Frogger. Hey, welcome to Advice from a Dipshit. Uh, we just started recording just as a uh, garbage truck pulled up. Uh, I don't think you can hear it, but it's, it's funny how life is anytime you're recording stuff. Anytime I've been like filming something, you know, just on the sly when you're starting out filming little shorts and stuff like that, it'd be like, all right, roll sound and plane. Always. Right away. Action. Car. Uh, so with me, with me as always is uh, is Queen Amanda, and um, thanks for all the calls and all the the good wishes. Uh, go to mattbronger.com. Got a bunch of shows coming up. If you want to see me uh, in the flesh, this episode is is very cool. I, I uh, we are recording out of Amanda's house this time because uh, there's some work being done behind my house and it's very loud. But um, I always like working with Amanda because she always has some some new, very cool curveball. And this episode, we're doing uh, veterans. Well, military, yeah, military. There's, yeah. We've, we've, there's been a lot of military calling in, and so usually we do about three questions, but we have a few extra ones. You know, some of them we've talked about, but mm. I just, especially because somebody called from overseas, and I mean, I just right now that's a big deal. Yeah, and right, you know, and I think I'm kind of feeling right now with the climate with these guys are feeling you know yeah like, i mean it's, it's it's always it's always strange uh because the minute you join the military the minute you become quote-unquote a veteran you are you are uh in, in a sense more positively and negatively you're branded different when you're not uh you, well you you are in terms of having special skills and a certain willingness and all that stuff but it's like you're still a part of us and still um our family i i one thing i read which is interesting I don't know if this is true in every case, but this person said if you meet a veteran, you don't say necessarily say thanks for your service. You say welcome home because it's that it's it's that thing of, of leaving, coming back and being the other. And that's something I always want to avoid. I, I try to make it make it a point to if if someone's a veteran, and they reach out, oh, come to my show. Uh, I'll put you on the list. Uh, if you have any questions, if you need it, because there are veterans. Sometimes they're just like, oh, I've got some crazy stories. I've been thinking about, about trying comedy. And I'm like, well. I'll, I'll give you any advice I, I can and, and stuff like that because, you know, it, it, there's, there's not a ton of, of people that spend their entire lives in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have to go to whatever the next chapter of, of your life is. So any, if we had someone calling from overseas, yeah, that, that pretty much jumps to the front of the line. Yeah, <laughs> it say. does. Yeah, With definitely. With our, our little, our little fun, fun-loving dipshit podcast. <laughs> yeah, come on into our, our world. Indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, here we I, go. Okay. You want to? I will say I'm a little diminished because uh, I had a weird episode yesterday. Yeah, but you were well, sick. I'm 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 raring to go. This is I feel like it's like I can do this. Like I can because yesterday I had some kind of weird bug where my stomach was just felt like I was getting knifed from the inside, and I went into you know urgent care, and they said it wasn't it was like not appendicitis, but they weren't sure what it was. But like just that thing where I had no energy, where I'm just trying to get things to, like I I couldn't have I would have been like laying on my side on the ground with the mic next to my face. But like <laughs> now now I'm, I won't say I'm raring to go. I'm about sixty percent, but it's like that's good enough. Um, and so sh- hey, shout out to anyone dealing with uh, any kind of illness. Uh, be it a bug, a flu, or whatever like that, and they have kids. Oh, like I was yeah. thinking about that now, oh, you yeah. know, you know, because the wife and I are talking about it. And I was just like, man, if I had a kid, I don't know what I would do. I mean, I guess I would just, you just suck it up and suffer, right? But I was just like, oh, that I would, I would, that would be so painful and tough. But I would also like, 
like feel right. bad for this sit- kid. Yeah. It's like, dad, why can't you yeah. clunk? Dad, oh, why can't totally. you play clunk? And, like, cause, you, cause you're already like, you. it's like, I was, I was kind of jo- laughing with the doctor about how, uh, making her laugh about how like, how like she's like, what are your symptoms? And I was getting uber specific where it's just like, what just, everything annoys me. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know. <laughs> how a lay of you. Totally. So, well, like, but it's I like, really, well, uh, I started with stabbing stomach pains and yeah. made me double mm-hmm. over and went to, you know, a lightheadedness, dizzy, um, you know, uh, 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 like achy everywhere, all my muscles hurt. And then was like, I'm just on edge. You know, <laughs> then yeah. I went LA. Then I'm just yeah. like, you know, oh, my man. chakras aren't aligned. You're so out of line. You're I low in iron with yeah. your period about to start. Exactly. Yes. But you're vegan. So how are you going to get your iron? Seriously. You can't I don't have know. your B12? Right. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, yes, let's listen to uh, these, these wonderful folk. Okay. Hi, Matt. Hi, Amanda. It's Ron here. I'm calling because I need some advice. Uh, I am currently about four to six years away from retiring uh, from the military, but that doesn't matter. The, The main thing is I've been trying to be a writer for quite a few years. Uh, I have a website that I don't care to mention, but um, you've been on it. Uh, It's an entertainment thing, and I I do a lot of interviews, but I only do the interviews uh, through questionnaire-based type things. And my problem is that I'm, I'm not very good at speaking with people as this may show. <laughs> I um, I speak with a lot of people in my job today on a daily basis, but it's it's very different in this world, and uh, I'm I'm much more comfortable doing these interviews via questionnaires over email. But I know that I'm going to be leaning into a different world where I have to actually talk to people via in person and I'm obviously not very good at that. So I'm wondering what sort of things should I know when doing in-person interviews? Like as a person, I imagine you're probably more prone to um, being on the other side of them, not giving them, but maybe you've given the interviews too. Maybe you can help me out. How do I do a good interview in person on a recording. I just don't know how I could do that. I'm, I've, I've made every excuse in the book and I don't do them. So I would love to know what your thoughts are on that. Thanks. Love the podcast. Thanks. Thanks for calling, Ron. Um, well, first of all, I noticed you, you, you step on yourself and you put yourself down. You were like, I'm in the military. Not that that matters. I have a website. I won't say which one. And look, that's fine. But I, I think you're kind of getting in your own way. You're you're not um, you're not rooting for yourself the way you should. And you know, I mean, it, it ask anyone being in the military, it is a big deal. Uh, and you might not think so, and that's fine. But you know, even if you you, you the way the way you you just threw it away rather than just leave it. You know, someone's like, oh, what do you do? I work in sanitation. Okay, you know, whatever it is. What do you do? I mop uh, the floor at a strip club. All right. 
you know, I mean, you can add stuff if you want to, but it's like what you said is something that's admirable. And um, not that working in sanitation or even mopping strip club floors isn't admirable. What I'm saying is whatever it is, leave it and don't, uh, don't, don't create a judgment for the other person to have. Let them have whatever thought they're going to have. That was good. And I think, thanks. And I think uh, you, you uh, in, t- in terms of interviewing, the biggest thing for me is uh, don't talk over the person too much. Uh, but also ask questions that you genuinely want to know. I, it's always, you know, let's say from my perspective for, as a comedian, how, how'd you get started? Did you always want to be a comedian? I mean, it, like when I was a little kid, I had George Carlin's class clown album and he had a bit about that, about how every interview with comedians is the same. Um, ask questions that you're interested in. And if you, if you do your research on this person and ask them something that they'll be like, Ooh, I've always wanted to answer that. I've always been fascinated because there are a billion platforms. And the only way to make yourself stand out is if you ask, uh, you know, let's say, uh, Kristen Bell, are you sick to death of frozen? And do you wish you'd never joined the, the franchise? You know, like not that, but something that you wouldn't necessarily hear someone ask or something uber specific that uh, that that you'd find out if, if they're into. You know, I find sometimes when you throw people a complete curveball too is is fun. Like if you ask someone if they if they if they are into knitting and you have no nothing to base that on or something, uh, things like that. So just just go specific and. Um, I would say just ask them the questions you want to know and understand that you represent a huge uh, portion of the population just by mathematical averages, you know, um, you know, anything to. Well, uh, I just, yeah, I agree that he really, you're really knocking yourself down, Ron. And, you know, practice is how it goes. Like everybody's first stuff, even our first podcast episodes here were like a little rougher, you know, it's just going to be, it's a skill like any skill to develop over time. Now, if you, you know, it's not easy for everybody to be a guy Roz. Like if you study guy, he's, a you know, and, and Ira Glass, you know, they're great interviewers, mm. uh, you know, so you could get into that and you could study that. But then there's the guy who does that hot sauce challenge. Oh, What's right, that sure. show where he brings everybody on and they eat hot sauce and he asks them questions. And I mean, objectively speaking, he's not really the best interviewer, but he found his angle and he does great, you know. So I just feel like if Ron found his angle which it just takes experimenting. He's got this. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it just car, carve out your own, your own niche basically, Ron. I mean, and it, and don't overthink it. It's it. And also jump in and do it. Uh, that's the biggest thing that I always take. It's like, it's just, it's just better off if you try it. And it, you know, it's that, you know, do one thing every day that scares you. That's really what it comes down to. We're you just going to get the blower. <laughs> yeah. The guy who wouldn't move from my car is yeah. definitely like standing next no, to the apartment and just now like, trying to be a jerk. Eat it, motherfucker. Yeah, I know. Gosh. It's amazing. All right. Hey, how's it going? Uh, my question was I recently got out of the military and now I'm in college. And a lot of my buddies are still either in or they got out and went back to their home states. So it's been kind of hard to open up and find friends on campus because shit's a lot different, you know? So I was just wondering if you had any tips on, like, how to make friends as an adult, you know? Because it was easy to have high school friends, and then it was easy in the military. You're around them all the time. So just looking for any advice on that. Thank you for your time. Bye. Thanks. Thank you for your just incredible practical use of uh, of time, and (laughs) thank you. Yeah. Very formal. Uh, right on, man. Uh, thanks for your service. 
uh, welcome home. And uh, well, first off, college is for fun. But second off, it is hard to make friends as an adult. Very hard. Because the common uh, misconception uh, is that uh, you keep the same friends and they kind of go with you wherever you go. And uh, the the way the, the thing to keep in mind is you're not alone and there are so many other people at your school that are going through the same, having the same thoughts as you. Uh, the key, obviously, is to get around those people. I think just off the top of my head, uh, sports events, activities, uh, going to... Uh, events uh like entertainment events on on campus um going to local bars local restaurants um join a club there's 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 a lot of ways to to kind of branch out i think it's just the big key to getting out of uh being by yourself is just get out of your comfort zone which is really fucking tough trust me i know i it's a weird it's a big thing to ask to like well, go uh, go hang out at this, uh, this show or whatever. Oh, damn it. Uh, but I, I, I feel like that's the only way to kind of branch out and, and connect with other people. Yeah. You know? I remember in college, especially in the beginning of it, feeling so isolated. Yeah. Right? Because it, it's another new environment, you know? So it's just sort of a natural just a natural thing, but you'll meet people in class. Like, you know, sometimes college campus events are really cheesy, but sometimes they're surprisingly awesome because they're trying to get everybody to socialize. So I, I understand it's an adjustment and a culture shock for sure. But e- yeah, like you said, everybody's going through it when they start yeah, up absolutely. in college. It, it's, it's hard. And, and I, I remember one big thing that I, one mistake I made is like, if I, there was a room full of people and I knew one person, I would only greet that person. Uh, now that I'm um, a fully grown adult man, I if I'm in a group of people and I don't know people, I'll be like, I'll say hello to my friend and be like, oh, hey, and by the way, I'm so and so, you know, uh, yeah, and people I'm just, a, yeah. they just appreciate that so much. And I, didn't re- I just didn't realize how rude I was being by acting as if this person oh, yeah, didn't exist. Right. But I was just, I was just scared. Nervous. I was nervous yeah. and I didn't want to. Uh, put myself out there and it was and also lazy you know when you're young you're you're you have all the energy and also you're yeah. super fucking lazy but like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know just uh, yeah, yeah yeah that's the, a good point weird though. combination you it, just you don't you're like fuck it fuck everyone you know like yeah. when I, you're, why do I need to talk when you're a teenager you? in early 20s exactly like uh, and that's that's the big one of the big things that scares me about you know the the whole um uh, uh, keep your eyes on your phone culture we live in now. It's like it's just it just it just adds yeah, more kindling does. to that fire because I know like, me. What's I just, up? Look back down. Yeah, exactly. Let's. I want to give you the bare minimum of an of a yeah. a nod with my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it. I think especially now, probably people would really appreciate that if you're kind of. Um, I remember, I remember there was a kid in high school who made business cards with his name on them and oh gave gosh. them out and it was so corny, but it was hilarious <laughs> that deep down we were like, it was like, it was like when you saw, um, uh, uh, Chris Farley and the Chippendale sketch sketch, I remember being horrified for him, but it was so funny and also, holy shit, that's brave. Yeah, so it's that same so thing with that, brave. with that kid where you're like, what are you doing? And you're like, fuck, that's, that's really ballsy. Yeah. You gotta you know? own it. Yeah. yeah so it's like, do it, you gotta so own it's, it. you know, like, I mean, I could see this guy just coming into class and just being like, uh, you know, Hey, I'm, uh, 
you know, introduce yourself and then sit down, you know, like, and people are like, all right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Cool. You know, yeah. Now, yeah. Like nobody's going to think you're 90% of it is just breaking the ice. That's it. So though. someone feels comfortable saying hello to you. That's it. That's all it is. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and people are so, uh, uh, like stuck in their own little rut that you're, you know, it's like, it's like a school dance in school where you go up and start talking to some people and they're like, Oh, Oh, hi. You know, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> You know, you're just, you just, you're just like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. the fact that you just uh, rolled the dice and reached out. So, or he sh- you should Jerry Seinfeld it. And this is what I mean by that. Cause you know how his whole thing is, what's the deal with blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh, right. Like right. just lean over to the person next to you in class and be like, what's the deal with something. Right. Uh-huh. Like what's the deal with like what the teacher is putting on the board or like, right, right. what's the deal yeah. with like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. And then like, I would actually just ask them a regular question oh, that yeah. you're, that you're well, like, cause he did, you know, he, the thing with the, what's the deal thing was like, he genuinely wanted to know what the deal was, Yeah, but it's like, so it's like, you know, they have this, this guy, uh, basically be like, do you know why that that statue and blah, blah, blah? You know, because then it's like, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. out in the quad. Yeah, what the fuck is with that yeah, statue? Yeah, that's such an easy icebreaker. Yeah, ha- such an easy Again, icebreaker. It's a genuine, it's a thing, you know, because it's just like, you know, anytime like a guy is like trying to hit on you or whatever, mm-hmm. he'll say something that's just like, you're like, you don't give a shit about that, obviously. But like, make sure it's something you give a shit about. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can like, get, well, you could get on talking about for sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah. totally. All right. So I hope that helps, man, and, and good luck. And, and see this as an awesome opportunity rather than a, uh, a scary thing. It is a scary thing, but at the same time, uh, God, you got, you got all this awesome time and experience to share with people. So yeah. get out there and have fun, man. Yeah. Thanks for your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're in, yeah, if you're in college, for a reason, enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Or not, enjoy it regardless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Matt. Hey, uh, what's it called? I'm a security guard. I recently got out of the military, and uh, what's it called? I've been pressured to do uh, start college, but you know, I have a few things I, you know, I think I want to do, but you know, it's just kind of difficult because you know i feel like college sucks uh what's your take on the on on the subject of college after you know getting out of the military and being out of school for a while all right all right bye Maybe I should this have considered is, the orders. See, of these. I mean, I, Ron needs to take a page from this dude because you know, I'm the military security guard, feel like college sucks. You know, this guy is a straight talker, and he's kind of just laying it all out there, and um, you know, he's having the confidence of a, of all these anonymous, all the, that all these anonymous callers should have. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, share what you're gonna share. Yeah, man. Sometimes college does suck, and like I've said this on the show, uh, when when. Uh, uh, Kobe Bryant and the other, uh, there were people way before him, but when he was the most ho- high profile in my era, I remember that someone that went straight from high school to the pros. My mom, who's a college professor, uh, a doctor of English, she was like, yeah, well, if you don't want to go to college, don't go. She never saw the point of forcing someone into college. They didn't see the point of it. Right. And so, yeah, man, if you don't see the point, Great, but I also think you're probably basing it on certain prejudices that might have been put in front of you. You know, you don't know. Uh, so, uh, and prejudice sounds like I'm calling you a bigot. I'm not. Prejudice is just judging a book by its cover. We all do that shit. That's a, honestly, that's how I choose books sometimes. But <laughs> no, I know. Oh man, yeah, but <laughs> it's that's a weird. I can't say that I haven't done that at a bookstore, especially totally. like the, the even though the last bookstore is so trendy. Mm-hmm. Like there are some dope covers, and Absolutely. I found some cool books that way. <laughs> yeah, totally. But um, just 
I, I guess it's it's figure out what you want to do, figure out your budget, and um, see if it see if it works for you. I would argue probably being a security guard your whole life would not be that fulfilling. So maybe look into other. It doesn't have to be college. It could be an internship somewhere. It could be you apprentice. It could be you know. There's all there's all kinds of things. Just kind of get a general idea of what you want to do next. Uh, that is always the big message of this show. You should be doing what what you want to be doing, what you're good at. Um, so uh, I feel like you you've got this job. It's paying the bills. Take a couple weeks. Give yourself you know, like a, a two month period to figure out a general idea, general idea of what the next step is beyond uh, being a security guard. Uh, and it could, it could be college. It could not be. So, uh, but I would, I would do research because there are a million colleges. A lot of them have really good aid programs. A lot of them have educational programs that I think you would probably uh, dig. Um, but I don't know what your interests are. I don't know what your goals are. Yeah. Uh, but but in terms of someone going, oh, just go to college, you have to go to college, I don't necessarily believe in that. Yeah. It depends on what you want to be doing. Be, be, be really careful of trade schools, though. And I know this from experience because I went to this, even way after I graduated college, I went to this radio training trade school that really, really tries to appeal to people straight out of the military. And huh. their advertising was really great. But once I was there and in the program, total scam. Yeah. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm all about, like, no avenue you take will be easy. There is right. no easy. But definitely, yeah, look at college, look at trade schools. Don't buy into anything on impulse. And that's a really good point because there are, you know, if you're going to college or, or university, make sure they're accredited, meaning they're real. Uh, if you're going to trade school, make sure they have, you know, uh, a, 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 a huge amount of, of, of great r reviews based on feedback, based right. on people getting and placed in actual careers. Because it is, I mean, there, there's a, yes, there's a whole, there's a whole thing on um, uh, uh, this, was it this week with John Oliver? I forget the John Oliver. Anyway, he, he did a whole thing about how the just, it's a national scam. I mean, it was famous when like Trump University. Yeah, which those it wasn't, kinds You know, of that kind of thing. Yep. But like that is just widespread everything from nursing to you know you name it uh where they're they're just looking yeah to rip you off so you have this piece of paper and then you have a mound of debt that's all yeah. it is so yeah so just i mean you know i i, I you sound like a, a person who's pretty careful so i'm not too worried about you but just you know just keep an eye out for that stuff mm -hmm. yep all right hey matt this is james from austin uh love the show love your stand up you're an angel Anyway, uh, my issue is my wife and I are both going to be embarking on new careers soon. And being that we got into our 30s, we're also ready to start having kids. Looking at income potential, it would actually probably make sense for me to be a stay-at-home parent instead of working. Mm. Now, my problem isn't some masculine bullshit. I would love to be a full-time parent. Mm. My problem is I joined the military to get the GI Bill to pay for this degree and then worked my ass off to pay for both of us to go through school again. So if I do this, I'll feel like I put myself through the ringer for nothing. Um, so wanted to see what you think about that and uh, come to Austin sometime. I'll buy you some barbecue. All right, huh. Thanks. Uh, dude, I, I hear what you're coming from. Um, look, I'll, I'll be honest, man. My, uh, my wife makes more money than me. And sometimes when we have, we need, we want something done like the, we're, we're building a deck on the back of the house. She's paying for that. 
Uh, there are, you know, and but it's like the way we look at it is like we have separate bank accounts, but it's all our money. Um, I know if I know if I was in the other and like I'm holding up my end of the bargain. But even if I wasn't and I was spending my entire day caring for our kid, that's like you're <laughs> you're earning your money. Uh, don't, don't look at it as, as a, as a, the way you've laid it out is it's more, it's, it's going to be more cost effective for the both of you if she's working and you, and at whatever job and you know, you're, you're taking care of the kid during the day. I mean, I, I feel like that's, that's win-win and your, since you worked the GI bill to pay for your and her school, I don't know, man, I just don't see the negative. I don't think you should look at it that way. I, 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 I would get on myself sometimes for not being as much of an earner as my wife, but like she's had a, a great couple of years. I do fine. I'm definitely above the water. If I was by myself, I'd be fine, you know, but because of our combined income, I've had certain advantages I wouldn't have without her. Uh, and, you know, again, if I wasn't bringing any money in, but I was doing, you know, t doing a central thing, taking care of our child, that would not be, I would not see that as a failure. You already don't look at it as from the sexist bullshit of, of uh, oh, it's emasculating for you to be the person at home with the kid. So why, why uh, go, why backtrack to the other thing when it comes to the financial? And it's, it's certainly not a waste as far as I can see, man. And I, and I would be almost certain your wife would not see it as a waste. So yeah, I mean, they're, they're, there's other things you can do to to earn money as well if you really want to while you're taking care of that kid. But like I always say, cross that bridge when it's a bridge. Wait until you have that kid and then lay, lay out all the cards and go, all right, what exactly do we want to do? Because right now you're just pontificating and that's fine. But, you know, you don't know what it is until, until it is what it is. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. a $10 I, I like word. playing in the mud too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> For sure. I, yeah. th I think I don't think it's a waste because especially once the kids first, it's going to be so much fun to be at the house with the kids. Second, you know, that first year, you're somebody's got to be there to keep the baby alive. Yeah, that is so important. It's job number one. But once they go to elementary school, like you're going to you're going to be home doing nothing. Mm -hmm. So then this degree will kick in. So you worked really hard. That's really great. Now, you know, new chapter of life has come in. I, I don't see anything wrong with if you're about it and it sounds awesome. Just I'm especially too for me, like right after college, I didn't do anything related to my degree. Yeah. I worked at Pier One. Mm -hmm. I ran like the contracts department at a timeshare place. That was bananas. Mm. Like I never even used it, you know, yeah. and then a couple years later when the economy got kind of more OK, I was able to. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like, yeah. Be, you know, hot Mr. Clean with your, mm -hmm. you know, GI bod and clean the house and raise that kid. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and yeah, you, you raise a really good point is, is like that knowledge is not going to go away. That, that's the, that the, the specialties you've developed, they're not going to go away. So you can, you know, take care of that. You can, you can utilize that and, and, uh, you know, not that it is wasting, but not waste that knowledge down the line. Yeah. The the time you're going to have home with the kid full time is is limited. 
for the yes. most part, yes. unless you want to homeschool your kid and, and no one should homeschool their kid. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I just, yeah. Just help I can't, them out. I can't budge on that. It's one of those things that I try to look at it from every angle, but I'm just like, do you have all the knowledge of an entire school of teachers? No, then fuck off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let me yeah. make first couple of years. Okay. Sure. You got the ABCs and all that jazz, but then it's just like literature and math yeah. and physics. Yeah. It's we're like, getting to like fifth grade and come mom on. and dad are teaching you everything. Like, yeah, it's, man. I remember watching like a um, uh, wife swap with Kyle back when we lived together and like that show where like the women would jump to yeah. and like this woman would ha- homeschool her kids and she, they would just be sewing together like shitty shoes, like felt shoes. Really? They're like elf shoes. Like the, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My little shoes. Yeah. Just the weirdest. <laughs> and it was like, I don't know if that uh, was an elf or a leprechaun. It, it was sound like combination of the two. <laughs> But it just was like case in point. I'm, yeah, I know. I'm sure there are some teachers that are that gifted, you know, and, and they raise their kids that way. But anyway, back to our guy. Um, yeah, got nothing to be ashamed of, and 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 more power to you. And and yeah, I'm trying to get back to Austin. You can certainly buy me barbecue. Um, oh yeah, and I'm there. Absolutely, I love that town. Yeah, Austin was great. Right. Hey Matt, I'd prefer not to use my name. Um. I've been in the military as a part-time or guard person for 15 years, and I feel like as time has progressed, uh, the United States isn't necessarily the best actor, and I'm starting to realize this. So I'm looking at retirement, and, um, you know, if I disavow myself from the United States, I guess I'm left with uh, no pension, which I'd be okay with. I still have an actual job that I go to on a regular basis. The guard thing is only a part-time thing, but I'm trying to really like figure out what country I would go to to avoid the eventual fallout that I feel like is going to be precipitated upon us. I don't think um, I don't think the U.S. has been really uh, doing much good recently for uh, the rest of the world, and I feel like as an eventuality, we're going to end up uh, really pissing some people off, and it's just going to come back on us. So, to end, where would you live if it wasn't in the United States? Thanks. Whoa, that's a lot, man. Uh, but thanks for calling in and thanks for being honest. Uh, to answer your question, I guess I would do Canada. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah I would maybe, Canada. Maybe Mexico. Uh, I could see, you know, actually, I, uh, uh, Europe and the UK for the health uh, programs. You know, but I, I, I will say, and look, I, I know exactly where you're coming from. It reminds me of um, the late Dan Kremens uh, had, a, had a bit where, like, People t- tell me, uh, if you don't love America, why don't you leave it? He said, well, because I'm afraid of our foreign policy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, it's so good. Because so we are. Good. I mean, it's That's like so we, good. one thing that always it's like defending America and her interests. And it's like, that's a pretty sinister phrase when you think about it. It's basically like our interests are controlling as much of the world as we can, just like every major superpower. Um, Power so it's what song is that? Power, super, super power. What song is that from? Anyway, it's pa- sorry. Power Rangers, isn't it? No, is, wait, no, it's is that Ninja Turtles? 
I don't know. Somebody email. No, Pat. No, it's, it's power super soup. I don't. I'm keep going. Okay. Well, and so you, you're you're in a real conundrum, man. Uh, mm-hmm. You know things. I'm I'm certain I do not know. But uh, as an avowed lefty, I am not a fan of a lot of things we do in the world. Um, but I I would I would say think about staying and trying to help to change that the the oh. things you're talking about because you know uh just think about it i'm i'm sure you've thought about this but just just in from the position of of your benefit because you've already given all this service and i would hate to see you lose your pension and to change nationalities and it all goes away and you start from square one um think about retiring collecting some of that pension and working within to change from within. I had friends that were in the army that were working to change the army and not that that's very feasible, but they tried. Um, so, you know, listen, everything I'm, I'm going to say or have said, I'm sure you've thought of, but I would, I would, you, you seem like a, 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 a well thought person and we need more as many of those as we can these days. So um, I, I would, I would ask you to stay, you know, because <laughs> I want yeah, you around. We need more good people. Yeah, um, but you know, we also gave you our answers in terms of where we would live. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just, just give, look, give it a think. I mean, you said I think we're headed towards an, a time where people are going. We're going to piss people off. I think we've passed that time. I think we've pissed off a whole lot of people. Uh, but I would also say, just because you're 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 in the thick of it and you know what we're doing. Um, other countries are doing the same things. Uh, a lot of those are, 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 you know, encroaching on other people's, uh, sovereignty and, uh, just like, like basically, uh, trying to spread the empire. That's always been the name of the game. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of just talking around myself now, but I would, my best advice to you would be just give it a little time Go ahead and retire. Take some time to yourself or with friends. Get the fuck out of the military for a while, and away from uh, all these all these things you're 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 learning and 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 kind of see the other side of 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 where your life can be in this country. And if you still are like no nuts to this, uh, the chickens are coming home to roost, and I don't want to um, I don't want to uh, catch catch the the blowback. By all means. Uh, apply for citizenship somewhere else. It is very hard, I know, to become a, a citizen of any country. But, um, you know, I, that's my best advice to you, man. I hope that helps. Also, I would super encourage you to write some op-ed pieces of what you see, what you're feeling about, what you're worried about, and submit it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to read, you know, what you're seeing and what you're feeling and why I would be really, really interested in that. And maybe, maybe then with that, you might be able to change a few minds. Yeah. And it doesn't sound like you're, you're looking to be any kind of hero or any kind of, um, uh, talking head for either party. And I think right now that's, that'd be a good thing for all of us. If we had someone who's working within the system and, uh, talking about this just just what you said the things you're afraid of the reason why you're thinking about leaving you know i mean i remember when um uh trump was elected before he's elected a lot of people were like he gets elected i'm i'm moving to canada uh as if canada be like yeah fucking sweet come use our resources dipshits you fucked your country up come jump over here but i was also 
you know, like, oh, that's fucked up but that you Canadians would just... Canadians aren't just, mean. Well, you know, at the same time, they have their own space that we have ours. Uh, I, you know, I was, I was kind of bullheaded where I was kind of like, well, yeah, if you're going to, if you're going to be that sh- weak and shitty about it, then you should probably leave. And a woman wrote and checked me online. She's like, well, but you're not going to go through the things women will have to go through under him. And I'm like, good point. Really easy for me to say. So, you know, I don't know what you're going through, man. And I, it's really easy for me to be like, yeah, don't leave instead of what you're thinking. Just don't. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think. Take a take a second to think about it, and also just fucking retire as soon as you can, because your your heart is certainly not in it. Uh, but also, yeah, write write some stuff about it. Put your your thoughts and feelings to paper, because we need to hear this. We need to hear some of this stuff. You know, uh, the the Vietnam War mistake that it was didn't end until we started seeing pictures of all the hundreds of coffins that were coming home every day. Yeah, and that's just one example of how public. Um, Perception is everything. So you write something like that, and there's no one that can say like, "Oh, what the fuck does he know?" It's like that's his job, man. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. think that's good. Tag us in it because I want to read it. Mm, that uh, don't, man. You're gonna get a shot. Wait, did the mic catch that? Just a, just a little bit of humor for you oh, folks yeah, out no, there. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm totally about playing. assassinations. Yeah. Hey, why uh, do we want to do hope, that? I hope uh, you're getting a kick out of this, man, because that joke was for you. Um, <laughs> But I hope that helps, dude. And hang in there. All of a sudden, we're like Kathy Griffin, like oh god, study just vilified. <laughs> just, yeah, just all of a sudden the FBI are breaking into my little oh, Hollywood apartment, yeah. being like, "We heard you want to." But then we have so much more listeners. Yeah. So there you go. All of a sudden, oh my gosh, Matt, we went up. I don't yeah. even know. Yeah. Jeez, and you know what's crazy? There's fans in these vans out front yeah. waiting on Listening us. Listening to every word we say. They just they are really into our content right now. <laughs> yeah. So many fans monitoring us from the street. Anything else new coming up for you? No, I mean just go to mattbronger.com. Uh, I got Kansas City coming up and then Omaha and then a bunch of other cities. So find out if I'm coming to your town. Um yeah, follow me on at Bronger on Instagram, at Bronger on Twitter. Uh, at Matt Bronger on Facebook, uh, follow us. Uh, I'm not, no, I'd rather them be on advice. Your, your social media. Really? Until yeah, until oh. yeah, until until I think we kind of have a bit more of a okay. group to support cool. with. Yeah, that's okay. All. What's, what's awesome. going? What's coming up uh, for you, Amanda? Well, well, I don't nothing for me for a while. I mean, I've got like some dope Disneyland trips coming up. Nice. <laughs> uh, still waiting on the Reggie stuff, and Africa is just happening bit by bit. So. Okay, yeah, a lot, right, of, lot of things in the wings. Thanks for listening, guys, and uh, thanks for all the calls. And uh, hang in there, and don't kick your own ass because life will do it for you. Yeah. Hey-o. Oh, the phone number to call in is three two three seven six three. 0228. I love getting those emails, everybody. Advice from a dipshit at gmail.com. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Bronger.